Matt James, good to see you here for our return visit to Thruxton. Uh, first of all, let's do the classic British thing. Have a look at the weather. Overcast, but could be dry, unlike May. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's certainly going to be warm for race day. It's going to be, be hotter for us. There's a few clouds here which could mix up qualifying a little bit, but... Um but we want dry races, don't we? We do. Now, uh, last time here at Thruxton, we had that amazing drive by Jake Hill uh, uh, in uh, gallons of water, but on slick tyres. Uh, we've had some excitement at Alton Park, where the word driving standards was discussed quite a lot. We had an interesting knock hill. We're into the second half of the season now. So, first of all, your thoughts on the first half of the season? Yeah, so it's right you mentioned Alton Park. So I think it's quite a pivotal weekend in the Championship. There was... Um it was almost that nobody wanted to lead the championship coming out of Alton Park because Colin didn't score very many points, Colin Turkington, Ash Sutton didn't score very many points. It was, like it, was, it was open season for anybody to win a race. And that's really mixed up the championship, kept it very tight. Um, Colin and Ash, obviously, are, are the two standout performers, with Tom Ingram are the standout performers so far. Coming here to Thruxton, this is going to be an interesting starting point for the second half of the campaign because it's a, a track that evens out front and rear-wheel drive. There's no real advantage one way or the other. Um, and it's super fast and super competitive so this weekend is going to be the real sort of setting up point for the rest of the year absolutely i think cast your mind back if you can to media day where we talked about prospects for the season and uh, at the end of that chat you mentioned josh cook you mentioned jake hill um and they're sort of doing okay yeah jake's been jake hill's really flown under the radar hasn't actually won a race yet but like you said he was great here when we came here in the in the wet conditions in race three last time uh, last time here uh, he was leading the championship after that round um, and that means I, I checked out how much ballast he's had going into each meeting because he's always been up there in the points he's always had a heavy car which is maybe why he hasn't had the standout wins that we expected of him but what Jake's doing this year which he maybe hasn't done in previous seasons is putting together a championship campaign just keeping the points ticking over keeping himself in there um, you know so he's definitely going to be one to watch Josh Cook He's had a bit of bad luck at some of the meetings this year. He's Again, because he did so well at the start of the year, he had heavy, heavy weight going into rounds two and rounds three. Tried to reverse engineer his weekends around the reverse grid race, which is what a lot of the drivers do when they've got success ballast. Didn't quite work for him, so he needs to get his momentum going again, and, and there couldn't be a better place for him to do it than here. Yeah. Interesting uh, double campaign uh, push by Team Dynamics this year. Halfords with Cataclean, uh, Flash coming back, and Dan Robottom has actually proved a lot of people uh, that he deserves to be here. Absolutely my standout performer of this season. Um, not only is he a, a lovely, lovely chap, um, he's, he's really raised the bar in terms of what we expected from him because this is only really his second full year at the BBCC. Didn't really get to see what he was capable of with the Sicily Mercedes. But he's run at the front, and, and the thing about Dan is his racecraft is absolutely superb. And I think that we got our first glimpses of it here at that first round when he was overtaking people around the outside into the chicane. And it, it almost got to the point after Alton Park, you did wonder if Team Dynamics were going to make Sh uh, Gordon Shedden be Dan's wingman because Robottom was ahead of him in the points, but, that, but Shedden's obviously put that back on track now. But, but yeah, super, super competitive season for, from Dan. And, and we know that this is a track where the FK8 Honda really goes well. Josh Cook won here twice, as we said at the start of the year. Um, Matt Neal's won here before in the FK8. So we know it's a good track for them. So they'll be buoyed for this weekend. Just before we, we move on, let's talk about WSR, Team BMW. Colin was almost 
just not around. I don't remember interviewing him very much for the first half of the season until we got to Knock Hill, and then he's, he's back on track and the 100th win for WSR. Tom Oliphant had some really bad luck uh, at Alton Park, and, and he's, I guess, yet to kickstart his season properly. Stephen Jelly, though, has just been quietly putting some points in the bag, hasn't he? Yeah, he's eighth in the points, uh, Stephen Jelly. I just, I just had a quick double-check on that, actually. I think it's been a it's been a hugely frustrating year for Westside Racing. Colin particularly went through two meetings, uh, Alton and Brands before that in the in the damp, where he only scored 14 points out of six races, and, and that's just not heard of from Colin. It really simply isn't heard of. It's not something he does. Um, so, but but I spoke to him in that period, and I sort of said, you know, has the championship gone now? Have you have you lost it? He said, no, 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 we'll be absolutely fine. You know, we've got Knock Hill where he did win last time out. We've got Croft to come where he always goes well. There's no panic, there's no fluster, there's no anxiousness about his driving at all. Now, he'll be looking to bank some big points this weekend. Tom Oliphant was very unlucky at Alton Park with the shunt in, uh, in race one, and, and that's a track where the rear-wheel drive cars should have excelled, so he missed his chance there. And Stephen Jelly, uh, I was heard a, a statistic from Alan Hyde uh, this morning saying that Stephen's the luckiest driver on the grid because he's been pulled on reverse grid pole more than any other driver so far this year. Alan Hyde said that just as Stephen Jelly went off at the end of free practice one. So I don't know if that's a commentator's curse or what. Um, you've mentioned that uh, this weekend at Thruxton is pivotal. Um, and a lot of people in cliche land, of course, refer to this being the business end uh, of the season now. So first of all, just an over perhaps uh, simplistic look at what we might expect from this weekend before we move on for the rest of the season this weekend i, I think you're, you're going to see at least two wins from a honda driver um which ones that will be i don't know um maybe shedden will, will open his account for the first time which this year which will be great um and it's gonna the pivotal thing will be how many points can can ash sutton and colin turkington score to keep their 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 sort of tally ticking over what we haven't factored in, of course, is Tom Ingram, second in the points in the Hyundai. He's a race winner around here. He knows how to win at this track. And it, it, it's almost a circuit that seems to suit his driving style because he likes it a little bit leery, he likes a bit of front end on the car. Um, so he'll, he'll be one to watch. They're all to watch. I mean, I did an article in Motorsport News last week and we worked out there's 1,005 points still to play for in this championship. So, right. so everybody can yeah. mathematically still win it. <laughs> so, uh, so nobody's out of the picture just yet. Um, just finally... Um, a name we haven't mentioned, Jason Plato. Yeah, he's, he's had a, a bit of a tough year. He started well here, I'd scored some big points at the opening meeting. Um, it's just really not clicked together for Jason so far, and it was it was interesting to see at, at Knock Hill. When he qualified on the front row and started high up, you expect Jason to finish on the podium, but he got shuffled down the pack, he got shuffled out of the train and lost, I think, four or five places on one lap. So unlike Jason. Um, I guess that's just the rustiness of not having raced at the front regularly this year. He's had a little bit of a taste of it now, and let's just hope he can get that, that going again. The other development car is, uh, of course, the car gods, Adam Morgan and Tom Chilton. Uh, I spoke to Adam this morning, and they're pretty pleased with how that development's going. Yeah, it's, it's a lot for them to get their head around. It's the first time they've driven a rear-wheel drive car. It's, it's the West Surrey-built BMW 330iM Sport. It, it's a brand-new project for the team. They've got two of the most enthusiastic drivers you could ever wish to meet, Tom Chilton and Adam Morgan. They've had their high spots, they've had some good results. Adam's won a race uh, at Brands. Um, they're, they're sort of edging towards the pace, but you might have expected them to be knocking on the door of the top six at the moment, so they're going to need something good here to get the ball rolling again. Just hold your hand out. Did you feel that then? It's, it's starting raining. to rain, isn't it? The curse has done it again. Oh, we've done that now. Matt, great to catch up with you. Many thanks. Well, no doubt we'll chat again soon. Thanks, Steve. Thank